0: Greetings, and welcome to Top Tier Volunteer, a Tennessee Vols podcast. I'm your host, Andre, and this is episode 6. Per usual, this podcast is done in memory of my mother, Loretta Lowe, and my favorite artist, Young Dolph. So, great win, fellas, great win, fellas. Uh, Tennessee, you're number 15 now, number 15-ranked Tennessee Vols, won 34-27 uh, to 27 over the Pittsburgh Panthers last weekend, and uh... It was a very, very exciting game. It had all the twists and turns, and it came right down to the end, basically. So let's get into it. Uh, We're going to start with the offensive player of the game. And uh, for game number two, that's going to be Cedric Tillman. He had nine catches for 162 yards, uh, one touchdown, 18 yards per catch. And um, this guy is crazy, man, because he dropped like four, three, four, five passes. I don't know how many I counted three or four before I started getting mad and didn't want to count anymore. But, like, just the offense in general was just lagging in the beginning. And there was Hooker and and Tillman pretty much. That were the culprits. But when they got it together, I mean, as always, these guys are just great, man. Like, we're sitting there watching the the, the review, me and my friend. And she's like, how do you keep getting open? I'm like, I don't know. If we, just, if we connect on one of them, we would have been up by points by now. But, you know, the game is just... Game just goes how it goes, and it was closer than, you know, it was supposed to be. But Cedric still came through and uh and showed why he's one of the best receivers in the country. So uh, shout out to him. For defensive player of the game, I have two of them, two codes. And uh, for the second week in a row, Aaron Beasley's up there. And this dude is just, you know, I, I guess I have to shout out Tim Banks because he's using him exactly how a fast, you know, strong linebacker is supposed to be used. He sent him off the blitz, and he was rocking Slovis. I mean, especially in the first quarter, first two quarters, he, every time he got to Slovis, he was just laying the wood to him. And Slovis, you know, those pits just mounted up before finally in the end, you know, um, I think it was Bart, uh, Tyler Barron that eventually ended up hurting Slovis and taking him out the game. But but Beasley was was hitting him all night, you know, man. And I'm really liking his game right now. He's my defensive MVP for the past two games. Like, uh, he's caused two two critical interceptions, first play of the game last week, the, 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 definitely the game-turning interception for that uh, Trevon Flowers caught, who's going to be our other co-player of the game. Uh, Flowers got a critical sack that, uh, I think it was like third and 15 or something, you know, third and long in overtime, and he got the critical sack that made him fourth on very long, and, you know, he got the interception to help t- turn the tide of the game, and pretty much he was everywhere else, you know. He... I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm gonna lead the bad part for the review, but you know, he he played very solidly, and um, I think that was one of his better games as a Tennessee volunteer. So should, for him and Aaron Beasley, so shout out to both of them. So now we're gonna get into the um, the game analysis, and uh, so my stat of the game is 16 TFLs. Um, we were just everywhere on defense. Tim Banks was not letting them breathe, especially when uh, the backup quarterback got in, and that guy, you know, he made some timely throws, but the whole time we were on his butt too so I'm, I'm I'm very happy with that and when Tim Banks the defensive coordinator came in he said he was going to play you know fast and aggressive and you know try to get turnovers and stuff like that and last year we couldn't really do it I don't think the personnel was quite ready yet or in the players didn't know the scheme so this year we're seeing it a little bit more you know they're they are rushing the ball. They are causing timely turnovers and people are getting interceptions and fumbles and, and, you know, just causing havoc on the defense on defense. So even when our offense is struggling, which we all know can score at any time, even when it is struggling, we can keep the game close because we did only give up two points when we were losing. And then when it was about to go to 17, we got a timely interception off some very good pressure. So the defense is working well with the offense right now. And, um, that was that was 16 tackles for Lost Show it. i think we can all agree that the uh defense was the main state for that this game so i'm going to start with the defensive analysis first and the d-line d-line played great um aside from a few pop plays by a, a bowl of candy and i think that's i think that's how you say his name but um we played really well like um Tyler Barron, Byron Young. i seen some young guys, Bailey get in. i seen Omari Thomas making plays. We were always in the backfield. We had a lot of TFLs, like I said before. We had some sacks. We caused turnovers. I mean, the defense, all the all the hooing last week, I would think, feel like it was pretty much made up for it this week. Um, one thing I would like to say, I would like for them, like, when the running back is running by, I don't see a lot of arms reaching out to just try to slow him down. Like, just reach out. He's running by right by you, like. You know, that would, that would, you never know. Cause these guys are strong, even though they just reached the arm out, they might be able to knock the running back over or anything like that. But, and, uh, some other things I noticed we were we were supposed to get way more sacks, probably like at least three more. Roman Harrison, my God, man, he just be right there every time. And this one, it was one play. Like he's literally crawling on the ground, trying to get the quarterback. And he's he, he, the dude was right there and it was wide open, but he still couldn't get there. And, you know, that's just the way the game goes sometimes so hopefully next time he'll be able to get them but i am very pleased overall with the d line uh next the linebackers um it was a mixed bag cuz we were great in against the run and, and and pass rush but in coverage we were pretty terrible um jeremy banks gave up a lot of critical plays uh the out out of the backfield to the running back um i think both the times that bartholomew caught the touch that we well, caught that long touchdown and, like, it was, like, a, a similar long play along the sideline. I think uh, it was Banks' man. So Banks is going to have to step up and, and do better in coverage if Beasley um, Beasley's going to be the one rushing because Beasley's getting there and knocking the quarterback and causing havoc. So if he just, you know, showed up even a little bit better because Banks is an enigma because he almost got, like, three interceptions. He had, like, four tip passes. He tipped two of them, two hit him right in the hand. You know, he jumped. I guess it was a little higher or whatever. Couldn't quite corral it. And one fell right into the player's hand, and then another one just fell, you know, harmlessly. But he could have had about two, three interceptions if he, you know, had a little bit better hands. And, you know, so, like I said, it's a mixed bag because he's doing bad in coverage as far as some things. But in playing the passing lanes, he's pretty good because he almost had about three picks. So I did see... um. Solon Page get in there, he, I think he he did a little a pretty good. So um, I'm pretty pleased with the linebackers. Just, you know, we already knew they were going to be weak in coverage. And I feel like Banks can do. We just need to see it from him. So on to the DBs. Um, that was a mixed bag, too. You know, uh, let's start with Kamal Haddon. I feel like he's playing, like, at an all-SEC level. Um, he's pretty much the only one on the defense right now. I feel that I can actually get a pass breakup like actually somebody throw the ball and he goes and knocks it away and then um he's get he gets interception he didn't get one this game but you know that's because he wasn't really tried uh he's a very solid tackler and i'm just really liking the way he's playing um warren burrell come on man like even when he's night he got beat for the touchdown on fourth down um even when somebody catches the pass in front of him, it was one play where the dude cut back outside and broke Burrell's ankle. So it's like, I, I don't know what the other corners on. Maybe he just knows this game better because it can't be the play at this point. You know, it's only been two games, but it's more than two games if you go back to last year. And uh, next to McCullough, um, I think McCullough's been playing more around the line. So he hasn't, I haven't seen him get beat too many times in safe in coverage. Um he's been really good tackling, so I can't really say too much about McCullough. Flowers, I think this is one of his best games. Um He he seems to be around the ball more. He's making he's making timely plays. The two best plays uh were on defense probably were his. Um the sack on third down and then the interception. So um, the special teams the fumble hadn't had nothing to do with defense, but so he played a pretty good game and, um, I'm, I'm proud of him for that. Um, to the nickel, uh, McDonald, he's pretty good, man. Um, I think he's need to get a little bit, I, I guess he gets hands in coverage or he just needs to find the ball a little bit better, but he didn't play too bad. And, uh, Wesley Walker made an appearance and that was his best game. He got a, a sack. And a lot of QB pressure, and he was you know he was just out there making plays, so that was good for him. I'm happy to see him out there, so all in all, the secondary you know we got beat a little bit, we made plays when we had to, so i mean that's that's how defense goes, so I feel like pretty much that was it for everybody, so if we can put it together and and make it all one cohesive unit, the defensive could the defense could be pretty good, you know middle of the pack a c c which is you know uh not elite but very good as we all know. Moving to the offense, I mean, they they had us standing on our toes as well. Like, uh, it was just hard to get for them to get a lot of momentum or just to keep it going. So, from the first through the fourth quarter, they didn't really play a complete game. I mean, overtime, because so they did go to overtime. But overtime went pretty well. But just for the first four quarters, it was hard for them to sustain drives or even to get them started. Um, first quarter was pretty bad, definitely, because we went three and out on the first three drives. And that helped Pitt get up. And, you know, had a little lead before we were able to take it back. And then uh, we were able to get it right in the second quarter. Then third quarter, again, there was another lull. We only had like 43 yards the whole quarter. Then fourth quarter, you know, that's when the game started to get a little better again. So, first we're going to start with the quarterbacks and move on. Starting with Hendon, it was a very uh, streaky game for him. Like, the first three drives was terrible. Uh, A lot of overthrows, just not being on par with offense particularly uh Cedric so um and then the running game was terrible so they tried to get him to run the ball more but sometimes his biggest plays we'd get uh holding calls and stuff like that and um you know sometimes it's gonna be like that where periods where the game's not gonna be going well you know overthrows and things like that but he showed up when it was clutch time and he made the plays when it had to be made so you know that counts for something and looking at his final numbers um I think he only had maybe 300 yards. Yeah, he ended with uh, 325 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, 15 carries for 27 yards, no touchdowns. So, you know, it's a pretty solid stat line. You can tell he just got it and uh, took what he could get. And um, we're just going to need him to play it a little bit better when we have to play the tough game. So, hopefully Florida, you know, things will start out a little bit faster. But he did play solid and he got us the victory. So, you know, give him about a B-minus, B- but you know, you would like him to be a little sharper because there were times when we could have just uh, taken over and been up by at least two to three touchdowns, as I'm going to say pretty often during this podcast. So moving on to the running backs, um, they were terrible. Um, Wright fumbled twice. Jabari didn't get that many carries. And when he did, um, he didn't get any yards. And Hooker, you know, he tried to help the running offense, but, you know, they were keying in on him too. So I don't know if it's the old line or what, but. We got to fix something because the the running game is not what we were thinking it was going to be. And if Jalen can stop fumbling, you know, he'd be the best one. But he he has, I don't know what's going on right now. He need to carry it around the football, around school, around, you know, like back in the day, like the old players used to do when he was fumbling a lot, you know, carry it around, don't put it down, nothing. So we'll see how it goes against Akron. You know, they're going to be a weak team. We'll see if we can get somebody over 100 yards. But we're definitely going to need them for uh, the Florida game. Uh, then moving on to the wide receivers and the tight ends. Uh, good game overall, especially for Tillman and Hyatt. BrumCo made a couple plays. We got to get him the ball more. Um, Jacob uh, Warren had a nice little pop pass over the, over the middle. Uh, Princeton, they haven't really been able to get him involved in offense, and pretty much nobody else got the ball, so it seems like once we get to the tougher games, you know, we, we, we settle down the, the rotation, and we only use three main wide receivers. Cedric Hyatt and Brew, so the other ones might have been out there for blocking purposes, but either they didn't dro- either they drop passes or they didn't get any targets. So we're just going to have to, you know, get more diverse on offense, and then we need our main dudes to catch the ball when it comes to him because Cedric dropped at least you know three or four catches that would have you know made the game a little bit easier for us because he he had he was killing the wide receiver. meaning mean, the DB the DB could not stick with him so. And um, I think that we need to look bruised way a little bit more because he's, a, you know, he's just a monster. He's physically bigger than all the other DBs out there, so he deserves a chance. So we're just going to, you know, hope for, you know, see what, how it goes in Akron. I know everybody's going to get a lot more playing time, and hopefully they'll be ready for Florida. Uh, moving on to the O-line, mm, I mean, they were blocking pretty good, but the holes weren't there for very long, and I don't, I don't remember handing – I mean, yeah, he got sacked a couple times, maybe at least like four. So we're just going to need him to play a little bit better. You know, the O-line can always play better, not great, I mean, not elite. So um, I think the left tackle, you know, uh, position is not up for grabs anymore. I think uh, Mancy's got that in the bag. And so we're just going to need all these guys to, you know, just get there, get all this bunch of starts together and get some cohesion. So, you know, the O-line could be a, a, a source of, strength for the rest of the season because um, I don't really know where the strength is, uh, maybe wide receiver, but we're going to need them to play a little bit better too. So um, the offense is not really clicking on all cylinders at this point, but we'll see as the season goes along. So moving on to the kicking game, that was another, you know, just up and down type thing. Uh, our kicker McGrath is great. Uh, he made a 51 yarder. That was pretty clutch. So I feel like from now on we we can count on him to, you know, hit the hit long ones, short ones, critical ones that were going to be timely when the offense can't, you know, get them to the touchdown. But uh, the punt game, we got one block, and there were numerous, there was at least like two others where I know uh, number 22 for Pitt, he pulled up on one, and he was mad at himself for not even trying because that was an easy block. And um, another one maybe like in the third quarter or something. But, you know, um, our punter definitely has to speed up his motion because he's just taking all day in. It's easy to block, so uh, it was up and down, A for the kicking game, and F for the damn punting, so... Oh, and and Flowers had a, a fumble on the kick return, or oh, punt return, so that was bad, and we barely got any kickoff returns because they was kicking out the end zone, so all around, you know, just mixed bag is, you know, just like the rest of the game, but we got the win, and made the two clutch field goals, two clutch field goals, so... I guess we can count that up as a win for the special teams. Looking on to next week and uh, on to the Florida game, I feel like we still don't really know much about this team's uh, offense besides that um, we got a good wide receiver. And we do have pretty – I feel like we – okay, maybe we do know a little bit. We got a good wide receiver core, But as far as the rest of the offense, you know, they got to step it up a little bit. Hinton uh, has to get a little bit more accurate because if that's the case, we might have to throw for 400 yards a game instead of 300. So, um Looking at Florida, I feel like the strength of the team is probably going to be in the secondary. So we'll see how that matches up. Um, I feel like our scheme is a little bit better. And they're a first-year team on the coaching side. So it'll be all new for them. They're going to be in Knoxville. The, the crowd is going to be very loud. I'll be in attendance. So, you know, hopefully that all turns the tide. Um, we're going to need to come out fast because if we can start fast, I don't feel like they can score with us with this new fast strike defense you know attacking richardson and we're probably going to, have to use beasley as a spy because he's going to be trying to run his ass off so we got to, to cover him up make sure nobody else can let the rest of the team beat us not richardson so if that's the case we'll i'll be happy with that but um i'm going to wrap this up here uh thanks for listening this is top tier volunteer dre signing off